What if you had the exact algorithm, a proven, profitable process where you can work from anywhere and serve? The 10 steps I'm about to outline in this podcast are the exact steps that you would need to be able to do that. Hope you enjoy it. What I really needed was to recreate myself, which means to bring something new into the world that has never existed before. Today, I'm going to teach you the work from anywhere algorithm, an algorithm, a set of steps that you can use and implement to be able to work from anywhere. This is what we call an MVP. It's a minimum viable process that you need to build. Now that you have a product to sell, you need to distribute that product. And with this algorithm, you can create distribution. And it's 10 steps. I, I reverse engineered everything that I did to create this world, this reality that I don't have to go anywhere or work for any company to make a living. I put it down to the 10 steps and I just put it into a book called The Anywhere Advisor. And The Anywhere Advisor is a recession-proof, pandemic-proof uh, system to be able to work from anywhere so that you can do business and enjoy a high quality of life with a, a very high quality income potential. And the whole key to it is not worrying about perfection in the first step. It's to get your minimum viable process down so that you can start to put the, the connect the dots from one to the next until you can literally distribute your product from anywhere on earth. I mean, think about a life like that. Close your eyes for a second and say, I woke up in Costa Rica today and I'm working and I'm making a good living and I'm not commuting and I'm not somewhere I don't like. I'm exactly where I want to be and I have an opportunity to make a good living, help a lot of people and have that free time. Right, Steve? So when you start your, your journey, it's never perfect out of the gate. And you got to figure it out. So when the pandemic hit, I decided to write this book called The Anywhere Advisor. And I was doing it to help a certain group of people that were displaced by the pandemic. And there's a lot of people that were displaced by the pandemic, but people like financial advisors and realtors, people that give advice, and they normally meet people shaking hands and kissing babies at networking events or at the golf club or taking people out to dinner or doing live seminars. All that business was gone, and they had to pivot massively, and a lot of them were struggling with it. So I was, you know, I know a lot of financial advisors, so I'm talking to them about building a work-from-anywhere business model, not only to survive the pandemic, but to long-term to get, a, to get the high quality of life back. A lot of these people don't live a very high-quality life. Long hours, lots of rejection, and they're not automating it. So I, you know, I, like to, I like to liken this process to being stuck at home and un, unable to do what you used to be able to do to the book The Martian that we did. Remember we did The, mm -hmm. the Martian? So Matt Damon's character was left behind for dead, stuck on Mars, and it was two years to get the ship back before they knew he was even alive. They thought he was dead, and so he was trying to figure out how to not only survive, but also to be able to rendezvous with his crew to get back and live. That's a good storyline. Uh, so what he did was he repurposed a lot of things. He used the resources that he could get his hands on not wishing and dreaming that things could appear to, to save him miraculously. He repurposed things. He got really super creative. So the MVP, the work from anywhere algorithm that I'm going to show you and talk to you about today has 10 steps and we have a map. 
that you literally could use this podcast episode, which will be under a half hour in this map, and you can start to build the framework for a work from anywhere business that you can at least have ready to go. And you can ultimately optimize because once the framework's in place, this is, by the way, the framework that a lot of my friends that do like eight figure online marketing use the exact same framework. So I'm going to get going with it, right? It's 10 steps. The first step is what I call the ultimate audience method. It's about researching an audience. And I liken this to uh, the, the king of the jungle, the lion. And when the lion hunts, all right, the lion doesn't just run after everything that's alive in Africa. The lion sits low and observes and watches and, and, and looks at a herd. And you got to look at the herd as your market, as your audience. And the lion starts to see weaknesses and starts to strategize on how they're going to attack that herd so they can separate it, you know, the 100% down to maybe 2 or 3%, and they can, they can take that over and survive. And that's how the lion attacks. And that's how you should look at an audience. So when you go through the audience process, like who's going to buy your product, go to the end user. What's their industry? What's the sub industry? What's the niche? And ultimately, in this step, you want to build your avatar. And last time we talked about Fred, right? It's your Fred. What are their feelings? What are they feeling inside? What's the reality are? What's the reality of their life? What's the real situation related to your product? Um, what expectations does Fred have? What desires does Fred have? And this is all from copywriting secrets. And then ultimately, PQRR. PQR2 is, a, is a, Jim Edwards talks about P. What problems do they face? Right? What questions are they asking themselves right now? So if you're going through the ultimate audience and you're writing this down, you write down Fred and fill in the blank, write down PQR2. The Q is the most important one because your audience is asking themselves a question right now. You want to enter that conversation with your sales copy, which we're going to do in a few steps. All right. What conversation are they having? Right. And what roadblocks are in their way? That's really what the question's about and what result are they looking for? Research, step one, research. So you take probably an hour in this step. It's probably the only step that takes much time. And you go to step two, you're going to have a, a pain statement. That's when you're going to design your model, all right? And your model is what pain do they live with? And I'll talk about financial advisors because I, I'll carry that through. You know, they're stuck at home and unable to prospect. What program do you have? Can you design? You know, I have a program, I have a book called The Anywhere Advisor that helps financial advisors build an algorithm to get leads while they're stuck at home. And what's the payoff? They can get their practices back to capacity. So that's the basis of a pain statement, building a pain statement, meaning what pain is it? Think about it in their head. So if I'm stuck at home, what program are you selling? My program helps them get leads while they're stuck at home. And what's the payoff? The payoff is they get their practice back up to capacity during COVID and thrive after. So that's what's called a pain statement. So on the map, you'd fill that out very carefully. And then once they have a pain, all right, step number three is to create a promise. All right, now you've already done a product. You know what you're going to sell them, but you need to create a mini promise to get them from where they are advanced towards you. One little micro step in the right direction will create momentum. So if you make a promise to them, and your promise doesn't have to be 
a book or anything like I wrote because that takes a little bit more time. Your promise can be nothing more than a consultation. You can promise them a call, a strategy call, which is very, very popular. So if they had this pain, they're, they're having trouble uh, getting leads while they're stuck at home, I could offer them a strategy call to give them three big ideas that can help them get leads uh, after a call. Give them a few ideas. All right, basically taking someone from unhappy to happy in that, in that promise. So here's the three steps so far. You have an audience that has a problem that you're making a promise to. And that is the basis of the first three steps. You have an audience that you've researched, you know the problem exactly, you know the conversation that's going on in their head. Now you're making a promise to help them solve the problem and you're positioning yourself as a solution. The next step is you gotta get them from wherever you intercept with them, all right, whether it's LinkedIn or Facebook or a DM or an email, and you gotta get them into your world. And you gotta do that with a link particularly if you're working from home, right? You, you, you have to email them or get an ad in front of them so they click on a link and that link will bring them to a landing page. For an MVP, I always recommend for advisors or people that are selling advice or coaching, just a link to a Calendly is a landing page. It's going to land them on your calendar and they're going to book. So you can have that low-tech offer to get someone from an audience that you research to a pain you know they have a promise that they make, and you can direct them to the landing page. So now they're in your in your world on your calendar. If they bounce, okay, steps five and six are about follow-up systems. So you got to have a process to follow up on them. If they raise their hand and say, I want help, but for whatever reason they bounce, it's not for them. Because one thing people don't understand is people buy when they know why and when they feel like it. They don't buy when they know why and you want them to. you got to be in this for the long play. This is a long game. Everybody wants to get rich quick. Getting rich has nothing to do with quick. I've never seen it even happen once in my life. Uh, some people get lucky, but it's all luck. This is a long play. This is around about running numbers. Picasso, right? Do you know that Picasso had 100 masterpieces, Steve? I did not know that. Yeah. Do you know how many paintings he uh, works of art he has? 50,000. Oh Picasso had 50,000 uh, pieces of art and he got 100 what is that percentage? masterpieces. And most of them happened in late in life. Wow. Right? There was a story that Picasso was writing, you know, doodling on a piece of paper. Did we hear this story once together? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And some girl saw Picasso doodling on the piece of paper. And he was, and she asked him what he was going to do. It. He goes, "I'm going to throw it away mm -hmm. because it's a Picasso." And he threw it. He did throw it away. I don't know why. This. I don't know the moral of the story, but well, I remember what he was saying. That um, she said, "Hey, can I have that napkin?" And she, he said, uh, twenty five thousand dollars or something." And she's right. like, "But I just saw you scribble. You're about to throw it out." He's like, "In in two minutes." He's like, "It was. It took me twenty five years to be able to do that in two minutes. Right. Something like that." However, twenty five years. years and fifty thousand tries. Yeah. Right. So he 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 mastered an algorithm. Over 50,000 tries. The algorithm that I'm giving you, that's to create art. The algorithm that I'm giving you, I paid to get. Yeah. I didn't just invent this. I paid and curated lots of courses, hundreds of thousands of dollars, and I could prove it, mm -hmm. to figure out these steps exactly how they would work. And I'm basically giving it away. Basically giving it away. There are some people we coach in this process, but for the most part... If you use this and built out this framework to sell your product and you're pulling the take action tips out of this se sequence, 
you have coaching, you know, a very valuable course to help you go from zero to something. And then you can take someone from digital stranger to a phone call in these first four steps. Steps five and six are follow-up processes. So you got to follow up and write follow-up emails, keep in touch, stay top of mind. Step seven is you need tech. All right. You don't need a website. You don't need a fancy membership to some funnel company, even though they're great fine long-term. You basically need a Calendly. And if you're going to do video meetings, you need like a video conferencing system like Zoom mm-hmm. or even Google's all free. And you need some kind of email system that follows up with the emails. Those three pieces of technology, you can start a work from anywhere business and do very, very well, by the way. Step number eight is you develop your connection strategy, which we talk about is the gap. The gap stands for this. This is how you're going to get their attention, right? You're going to ask them a question and you're going to make them a promise. You're going to actually engage them with this syntax. Now, we were on the beach the other day and I heard a plane, a very loud plane flying low. And I look over my left shoulder and it was the guy, it was a plane uh, tugging around a Geico uh, blimp. Did you see that? Yeah, the Not advertisement a, thing. It was a flag, right? Yeah. And what did it say? Do you remember? Uh, lo- something about local, right? Yeah. Want to save 15% or more on your car insurance, yeah. uh, call here. Yeah. So they got your attention with the, with the plane. They asked you a question. Right. If they, they entered a conversation, maybe you just paid your automobile premium and your, pre- your premium's high. So anytime you talk about insurance, it's like, I'm paying too much. So you entered that conversation, and then they made a promise, say 15%, and that's why Geico is Geico. It's a very simple model, but they use the gap strategy. Uh, so my three-part three, three part gap would be if I was doing Facebook ad, you know, a little ad on Facebook or posting, it'd be an image of somebody who's stuck at home with a, a frown on their face, Right you know, that somebody would connect to something that gets their attention, a good image. I'd ask them a question, having trouble surviving during COVID, getting appointments. And then I'd make a promise, right? Get my book to learn how to get appointments from anywhere on earth. My book is exactly outlining this process in under a hundred pages. It's about a two hour read. Step number nine. This is a very important step. Step number nine is setting yourself up to win. It's social setup, not social media per se. It's just looking the part. And the story I like to tell here is that internet pandemic and the internet in general has equalized everybody. So if you're a financial uh, consumer and you want to buy an investment policy and you don't wander into the Bank of America, which is probably a $2 billion building, you're wandering into the digital lobby of the XYZ advisor, that XYZ advisor can create sales copy and images and look and feel and even music to make them completely qualified to be the world's most obvious person to help them, depending on how you got the traffic there. So you can set that up. And the story I like to tell, this is a story I think you've heard me say a bunch of times, Steve, is uh, this guy's trying to play the guitar to, uh, for his, he wants to ask his girlfriend to marry him. And he wants to learn how to play Blackbird by the Beatles. This is a real story. And as I was telling him about, about a different story, but he says, I want to play the Blackbird by the Beatles. I said, so if you go to the internet, you're going to see three books. The first one's going to be How to Play Blackbird by George Harrison, who, wrote the, wrote the, who performed the song for the Beatles. How to, play, how to Play Guitar by Eric Clapton. 
And the last one is How to Play Blackbird in Five Easy Steps in 30 Days or Less by Stephen Selly. <laughs> All right. They're very likely to be intimidated by the first two and want to buy the, the third one. That person has presented himself or herself as the expert to solve that exact problem. And that's how you want to set up your media. So when they show up, you've equalized yourself with big time, big financial competitors for small money. And if you have any, any digital, digital uh, training or acumen, you can do this for, for, for small money. Day number 10 is firing off your first email. Day number 10 is firing your connection strategy, your first email or your first engagement to a prospective client. And now you have a 10-step framework to go from digital stranger to potential client paying you money while not ever meeting anyone. How do you like those apples? Perfect. You know, before I got sick, I had the vision that I wanted to be able to recruit, train, develop, and deliver a financial advisor to a six-figure income without ever meeting them. That's pre-COVID, pre... I was in like 2013, so I started doing videos. I was starting to do this years ago, and I got sick. I got sidetracked, but now... Like everything's playing directly into that right. concept. Like you can work from anywhere. You can have an amazing lifestyle. You can help more people, not less. Reduce your expenses while increasing your market share. Mm-hmm. It's just remarkable. Hope that helps. This is the work from anywhere algorithm that you can use to create your MVP, your minimum viable process. Uh, Guy Kurosaki did a, a TED talk that I love and I quote pretty regularly. And he said, when you're building a product, don't worry, be crappy because you can always improve upon it. You cannot improve upon something that does not exist. 